0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. This, my friends, is episode number 474, and I am your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. And in this week's episode, I am so excited. I just got off of Skype. I just got off of a call with Dan Faulkner, a friend of mine from New Zealand. Now, the reason why I'm so excited is because he, I believe, has just created a software solution that is not quite available to anyone else yet, but is going to be made available to me uh, for the Family from the Heart podcast that I do with my wife. And I want to tell you about it uh, because it's such a unique experience that I just had. And um, yeah, And, and of course, if you're interested I think Dan will probably be looking at the comment section of this episode, podcast episode number 474. You can go to podcastanswerman.com slash 474. If you want to be notified if this ever becomes available as a service, you can sign up in the comment or leave a comment down there in the comment section. And uh, if if he turns this into a service that it's available, you know, then yeah. So what is it? (laughs) <laughs> uh, what is this thing that I'm so excited about? Well, let me explain. Um, my friend Dan emails me and says, Cliff, I want to ask you, will you be a guest on my podcast? It's called This Could Be Interesting. All right. And I'm going to read this to you uh, from his website. It talks about what his uh, show is. And so here's what it says. And by the way, I haven't read this before. I should probably should have done that and stuff. But anyway, here it is. It says, T.C. BI Questions is a podcast where two people get on a call and go through random get to know you questions, ranging from super shallow to super deep. It's funny and serious and thought provoking all at the same time. Neither person knows what the questions will be in advance, and there are no skips. It leads to some fascinating and hilarious conversations. And of course, there's a link to the podcast. And if you want to see this, you can go to tcbi.nz or nz slash questions. Again, that's tcbi for this could be interesting dot nz or nz for New Zealand slash questions. Again, that's this could be interesting. All right. He Anyway, he says the ins- uh, this podcast was inspired by previous episodes of family from the heart, uh, which by the way is the podcast that Stephanie and I have been doing for the last eight years. Anyway, he says, I've decided on a new segment for the podcast, which I haven't launched yet, uh, which is questions. And of course, basically that's how he got into this here. Anyway, here is what he says. He says, I have a stack of sources of, um, X number of questions to get to know someone and things like that. And I was answering those with people and would, um, uh, Anyway, again, strangers I know. Are. Anyways, here's where it gets interesting, and I'm not editing that out because, well, I'm not editing this week. Anyway, he says, I've built an app that spits out these questions, which means I won't know what they are in advance either. There are five categories. The first category is starter questions, and then he has the category 100 fathoms, 500 fathoms. 100 or 1000 fathoms and then there's a category for religion slash spirituality and um anyway i'm like what's what are fathoms and of course then he says you know it's it's kind of like depths of the ocean so it's kind of how deep are you know how deep are these questions and i'm like oh okay i get the analogy that's cool so there are starter questions one you know there are shallow questions Eh, somewhat deep questions, then there's really deep questions. And then if you want to go there, you can talk about religion/slash spirituality. So, um, I when he emailed me and invited me to be a guest on the show, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you say we're going to do questions, um, and you're not going to know the, an- the questions beforehand. And, and then you're gonna ask me those questions and I'm also gonna to get to ask you questions. This is something I've not heard of before. If anybody's ever done it before, that's great. I've never heard of this format uh, and, and I'm like, this sounds intriguing and I, I really like Dan. And so I, I would love to get to know more about him through these type of questions. So just, an, an, oh, just over an hour ago, we got on Skype and it was time for the interview and sure enough, he built this app. He gives me a link. And uh, as soon as I pull up the link, it says, here are some tips for you as a guest. He says, if you need to think, just be silent instead of saying um or ah or well or whatever, etc. If you mess up or get tongue tied, uh, leave a gap and start again. And then it'll get edited out. If you fail twice, give up and we'll just move on. Uh, don't say anything you don't want the world to hear. Imagine your part, uh, your parents are listening. Uh, Dan's definitely are. Uh, if you mention a link, book, or other resource, send Dan a link. All right? And then category links below generate a question when clicked. So only use during the recording. All right? So then... Uh, right below that, there's a little horizontal link, and then it says, here are the categories. Please don't click any of these unless you're on the show. And so you can, there. it's just a link for, you click on starter questions, 100 fathoms, 500 fathoms, 1,000 fathoms, or religion and spirituality. If you And by the way, when you start, the list is completely clear right below that. But if you click the link on any of those, it'll randomly pull out of his pool of questions, Uh, it'll randomly select a question from that category and it brings it up and it says here's the question and here's the category and then underneath it it says now that it's it's been used and it pulls that it instantly pulls up right below the list of categories now once that question has been answered then what he did was he had it set up to where um, he could on his end click on any of the category links and it generates instantly another random question from that category that he just chose. And it pulls it up both for him and for me live in real time. And it actually pushes the first question down below so that the most recent question is always on top just below the category picker. So I love the functionality of it and it was brilliant. And the format of the show, the way that he did it, wasn't that he was just going to ask me random questions that he didn't even know the answer, or didn't know what it was going to be. But the format was this. He started off by clicking a category and then he asked me the question that was generated. And I had had to answer the question. and then he has to answer the question. And then once he has finished answering, um you know he asked the first question and so i answered then he answered then it's my turn to pick a question and so i pick a question he has to answer first then i answer and then he go, you know, and we go back and forth and it's like wow what an amazing way number 1 to get to know other people and his idea was i love this idea of interviewing famous people uh and thought leaders and stuff like that that i'd love to get to know but the interesting thing is that and what i loved about this format is that you're asking questions that are more of these, and, and they're not all shallow icebreakers either, although there's you know, certainly the shallow category and the starter question category. If you want to stay there, you can. But it's just random questions to get to know somebody deeper, and it's not necessarily asking people about what they're known for, what they're with their pat you know with their niche area, their area of expertise and and basically listening to an interview with them is the same as listening to the interview that they've done with a hundred other people on their podcasts, and so this is so unique that Dan came up with this and and this format, and I love it. And uh, just to give you an idea, here are the questions that he just interviewed. These are the questions we came up with. So we, he started off with something really soft, and it's like, what's the most ridiculous thing you've ever stolen? Explain the situation. Uh, another one was uh, uh, 100 fathoms. What is your favorite day of the week and why? Another one, what I chose the first really deep question, the thousand uh, fathoms. What has recently made you depressed? Uh, Then uh, the next question was, what bad habit do you wish you could break? Uh, The next one was, do you think it's possible for a man to gain the whole world and yet lose his soul? And that's one of the spirituality slash religion questions. Um, The next one is, what sports clubs or activities were you most involved in in high school? Who's the smartest person you know? Uh, if you could bring one person back from the dead, who would it? Who would you bring back, and why? Uh, why do you think that someone, some form uh, of religious belief, is present in virtually every culture? Easy for me to read. Anyway, uh, they're all kind of grayed out now that I've gone back to the page. But anyway, where's your favorite place to be, and why? Uh, what one person in your life do you find the most challenging? Please explain. Uh, what motivates you to work hard? Why do you think there are so many disagreements over spiritual and religious matters? How accident-prone are you? Describe a recent incident. Are you superstitious? Give an example. How has your birth order affected you? Uh, what is the greatest commandment? Uh, what is, what's something you should throw away but can't explain? What event in your life has brought about the greatest life change? And how often do you doodle and what do your doodles usually look like? So all of those questions are questions that we just covered in a one hour interview on Dan's podcast. And if you're interested in hearing my questions, then um, I will be posting that when he posts that episode online. He said it's about three weeks out. So um, anyway, when he posts that, I'll be sharing a link to it on my Facebook profile. So if we're not Facebook friends, I think I'm at my limit of 5,000. But if you go to Facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft, you can click add as a friend and it'll say Cliff can't accept new friends. If it it says that, then it'll automatically add you as a follower and you'll still get to see my updates when I post them. But anyway, I had to share this with you. I was so excited and after we were finished, I'm like, Dan, you've got to tell me. You know, where did you come up with all these questions? He said, he says there's just over a thousand questions that are available in in the system already, and they're all broken down into these categories. The interesting thing is that once a question has been pulled out and used, it won't accidentally be repeated again. And I said, "Gosh, do, is there any way?" And and number two, would you be, uh, you know, would you have any problem with if I was to ask, can you create an account for me to be able to do this with Stephanie on Family from the Heart? And he's like, "Cliff, you're the one. Your show is the one where I got this in, inspiration from because Stephanie and I were uh, our our format for Family from the Heart got to the place where." it became a show where we just talked about what's been going on this past week. And that works great a lot of the time because Stephanie and I usually have a ton of things going on, but there are some times where, well, you know, we, the, we, we've been working on some big projects and it's the same thing we've been working on the last couple of weeks. And so there's not a lot of new stuff to talk about. And it just so happens that this week's episode of family from the heart uh, was one of those episodes, episode three seventy one. It 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 kind of got it's like eh you know we're done we don't have anything else sorry, and we had had this situation in the past and I came up with the idea I'm gonna come up with questions I'm gonna research a ton of really in, in very interesting questions, and then we'll answer them in the show and and I would pick out a couple questions I would email them to Stephanie. And she could choose whether or not she wanted to look at them in advance or not. And and I, we do a couple show questions per show. The thing is, is I did a lot of research, found some great questions. And this was the format of our podcast for a while. And then all of a sudden, I ran out of questions. And I ran out of time to look up new questions. And I'm like, then he Dan brings this up. And it's a format of a show. And I'm like, dude, this is amazing. And so Dan is going to, he, he's a web developer. And uh, he does some web hosting and stuff. And he says, Cliff, I'll tell you what, I'll spin off a new instance of this software that I've I've programmed and I'll be happy to create some accounts for you and Stephanie. And, and so he's going to do that for me. And single-handedly, I believe Dan's going to save family from the heart. Not that I was ever going to cancel it, but man, it's going to save at least the... Now we could actually talk about whatever we need to talk about and there may, might be some way, weeks that we don't need to go to the question generator But I can see this, you know, this is just going to be there for the opportunity for us to have content when we might be struggling for content, for Family from the Heart. And so, super awesome. And I think of this, it could be a great way to do questions for, uh, just uh, ideas for questions for people that I want to talk with from time to time. Anyway, I'm really excited about it. I, I don't think that every interview podcast out there needs to be doing this, but this is an interesting format for a number of reasons. And I told Dan, there'd probably be some other people who'd be interested if you could make this available, maybe as a, this is something that you might be able to sell as a service or, or whatever. And so he's, he's like, oh, you got my wheels spinning. So anyway, I told him that I would tell you guys here in the podcast about my experience. I'm absolutely thrilled with how my experience as a guest on his show went uh, it was fun. I got to know a lot more about him. I think this would only work in the case where you're inviting people on your on your show who are interested in actually hearing about you as well. you might and i I think sometimes with some of these interview format shows, I get the opinion that the guest is really only interested in talking about themselves, so it may not work as well in some of those scenarios, but i I thoroughly was in interested in learning more about Dan. In fact, I'd like to just take a moment and just tell you, you know, where, how did this come about? Who is Dan, and how do I know him? And I think it's apropos. I don't even know what that word means, but it's in context that I've always heard it. But I think it just fits properly. Maybe it would be funny if that's actually like French for fits properly. I have no idea. I should look it up. I should Google what does apropos mean. Anyway, doesn't matter to me. We're going to continue on. But I think it fits this the conversation of what the show is about because it just gets you to know it's about social networking. It's about how do you get to know people, and and how do you become somebody who is a member of my community out there just on the fringe, and all of a sudden become somebody that I, I'm I consider to be a close friend and somebody that I think of fondly and. And would, do, would bend over backwards to actually do something as a friend for this person. And that's exactly uh, how I feel about Dan Faulkner. And so let me tell you who Dan Faulkner is. So uh, you guys will remember if you've been listening for some time. And by the way, for those of you who are relatively new to the podcast, thank you for being a part of this community. I'm glad that you're here and that you recently found the show. But anyway if you've been listening for a long time, you know that last year, I was invited by Paul Spain to do the opening keynote address for the very first ever Asia Pacific podcast conference. And, you know, dream come true to go to New Zealand. And ever since I saw the movies, Lord of the the Rings movies, I'm like, I've got to go to New Zealand sometime. That's a bucket list kind of deal. And I had already made a decision after, you know, that last year, I wasn't going to do much traveling. And and I was kind of uh, trying to ramp that down a little bit. And so when Paul he says, "Cliff, what would it take to get you to speak at my conference?" And and uh, and then I sit there. Well, tell me a little bit about it. And he said, "It's this New Zealand." I was like, "Done deal. <laughs> it's in New Zealand. Let's talk about this." And so we worked out, you know, a very good arrangement. Uh, you know, I got to travel there for free and and stay there for free, which was amazing. And and uh, just a, just an incredible experience for ten days, and it it was oh man. So I, I I flew into Auckland, and I wanted to see some Lord of the Rings stuff and and the Hobbit stuff, and so I. Uh, Paul Spain took a day and, and off and and spent some time with me. Drove me to Matamata and we went to the Hobbiton village and stuff like that. Well, anyway, I shared as soon as I got the invitation and uh, and everything was confirmed and and I was definite that I was going to New Zealand. I started talking about it here in this podcast and uh, Dan Faulkner, Faulkner who who basically was just randomly, just starting to understand who I am and what I'm doing online. He was uh, fa- he was following uh, in Father Roderick's community over at SQPN or Tridio. And anyway, he was listening to Father Roderick's podcast and Father Roderick talked about me quite a bit. And so one day he decided to check me out and and I think he listened to some podcast episodes of mine. He had connected with me on Facebook. And when I said that I was going to... Um, when I was going to New Zealand, he's like, dude, I live in the South Island of New Zealand. If you're ever going to be in this area, I would love to show you around, you know, some of the sites here. And I'm like, okay, I I, I didn't even know that there was a North versus South Island. And so uh, I all I knew is I was going to New Zealand and I was going to Auckland, wherever that is. You know, that was at the very beginning of this whole uh, thing. And I said, Dan, I, I let me check to see where I'm going. And I said, I think I'm going to the North Island. I don't necessarily have any plans, unfortunately, to make it down to the South Island. But if that changes, I'll reach out to you. And he says, Hey, no pressure. No, I just wanted to offer. Uh, the offer still stands if if you change your mind or if you if the plans change to where you can make it to the South Island. And so I just kept that in the back of my mind. And I got to. It wasn't even until I got to Auckland that uh, I just thought, man, I'm in Auckland. This is beautiful here. I'm going to see the sights. I get to see Hobbiton Village. And and I did see some Lord of... I did research some Lord of the Rings tours and stuff like that. And I saw that it was on the south. Most of those that I wanted to see were on the South Island in Queenstown. And so um, I, I got to Auckland. And I figured, you know, I'm not going to go through all of the expense to go to the South Island. But everybody I met on the North Island of of New Zealand, they all said, are you going to go visit the South Island? And they're like, I said, well, I don't know if I'll make it this trip." They, they just say, dude, and they said, how long are you here? I said, well, I'm here for a total of 10 days. And every single person I ever met in New Zealand, on the North Island of New Zealand said, if you've come all this way and you've got that much time and you don't spend at least a day or two in, on the South Island, you're gonna kick yourself. You've got to go, and so that convinced me. And I read, I, I looked up the Facebook message that Dan had sent me, and I responded to him. I said, Dan is, you know, this is Cliff. I'm in Auckland right now. Uh, you know, in a couple, I've got a couple days of things to do here, but uh, in a couple days, I have some free time. I, I, I'm thinking about flying down to. The South Island. If you are still interested in showing me around, I hear there's all these different things and and stuff like that. You know, there's uh, Milford Sound and Queenstown and all this other stuff that you know. If if you're interested, I would love to hang out with you. Still, um, I know it's kind of last minute notice. He's like Cliff. You know, I'll tell you what. Um, I it, it'll be a stretch, but I I'll, I'll make it work. <laughs> and then basically that's what it was. He was actually just leaving one. Uh, he he was just leaving from working with one employer and getting ready to start with a new employer, and he was just finishing up his work with this one employer, and he ended up finding a way to to take that day, you know whole day off, and um, that's what. So he told me where to fly in, and and he says, "Listen, I I live in Dunedin, and um, what I would recommend that you and by the way, so as soon as I learned that he's in Dunedin, he's I I made uh, round trip tickets to Dunedin." And so I'm like, I'm going to fly into Dunedin and we're, uh, fly home from, Dunedin, uh, or fly back to the North Island from Dunedin. And then we got to talking after I made the flights because uh, I wanted to get those booked ASAP. He's like, well, so what are you going to do? Here's some options and itineraries. And one of them he suggested, he's like, listen, if you want to go see Queenstown and all these other things, um, you know, it's going to be pretty much all day driving. That's not a problem. I'm happy to do that. Um, but you might want to consider staying in Queenstown cause I, and I could drive back on my own, but if you stay in Queenstown, then you could do those tours the next day and then you could fly out of Queenstown. And I'm like, oh really? He goes, yeah. And here's the airport information and blah, blah, blah. And so I, I went to Air New Zealand and I changed my flight back from Dunedin so that I flew back from Queenstown. And he was just so helpful in all of these ways. Just and and then he picks me up from the Dunedin Airport. Actually, no, I I flew in from the Dunedin Airport and took a shuttle into Dunedin because he had to work that day. And then after he's finished working, I explored Dunedin by foot. And then he picked me up. He you know met me via Google Maps because I was actually exploring the city, and uh, I shared my location of where I was. He Picked me up. I had never met him before, but man, we spent uh, some great time together. He showed me around the, his hometown. Uh, we went on a boat, uh, like this one of those rented boats, and saw these uh, uh, creature, these birds. I can't remember the name of them right now, but the largest birds in existence. And uh, just had this great experience of Dunedin and. Um, also, the second steepest uh, residential road in the world, we climbed to the top of. That was fun. And he uh, we went out to dinner together and had a great uh, evening uh, sitting down just chatting. Then um, I went back to my hotel and he went back home. picked me He picked me up very early the very next morning. And then we drove to, and I probably won't mispronounce, but it's Tianal or something like that. And we saw these amazing waterfront lakes and the the mountains were just incredible. That was like a three, I, I don't know, it was several hour drive. And then it was a several hour drive from there to Queenstown. And just, you know, just sitting back chilling and talking and taking in the breathtaking sights of this South Island. I, it, just incredible drive and beauty everywhere you looked. I fell in love with New Zealand. And then uh, went to Queenstown, and we had lunch together in Queenstown. And then he needed to drive home because he had to be at work the next day, and he had, you know, I, I think like a five-hour drive home. This is the kind of sacrifice that he took for me. And and he was, like I said, relatively new to to knowing who I was, but he was interested in getting to know me and and stuff like that, and and doing this as a favor and. Um, you know it, it was just incredible it was such an experience and I just was blown away by his generosity and everything and and so yeah that's how I met Dan Faulkner and and it, just a Facebook connection just like that he just saw that hey Cliff's coming to New Zealand I'd love to offer to show him around and he not only showed me around where he lives but he went way out of his way To show me the things that I was, that were on my bucket list. I got to see, uh, I literally got to see filming locations for Lord of the Rings. And I, you know, I got to, what else did I do in Queenstown? I, I, I did a bunch of other stuff. But it was just so incredible and rewarding and the experience. I got to see more of New Zealand than I would have ever imagined and um I will tell you it, it it was cemented in stone, Dan Faulkner, he is a friend. He is somebody that i I very much appreciate and 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 so when he invited me to come on his on this podcast and be a guest, He's like, Cliff, I know your time's valuable. I know you're busy. I, I listen to all your shows. So since, and by the way, since then, he's listened to, I think, almost every episode, if not, I think he's listened to every episode of Podcast Answer Man, which is now the Cliff Raymond Scraft Show. And I think he's going through all of the archives of Family from the Heart. So he's gotten to know a lot about me since then. He said, like, gosh, if I would have known all of this stuff before, I would have had so many things to talk about uh, on, on this, you know, the, I think with this probably like five and a half hours we spent in the car together that day. But, um, anyway, when he invited me to be a guest on his show and, and the format and the questions, the fact that I got to know just as much about him by having to answer these questions that he that he got to know about me, it was incredible. And I loved it. And I instantly knew that as soon as I finished that, I wanted to tell you guys about that experience, and so I share all of that. I think the valuable takeaways here, number one, you just never know who you're gonna connect to through this podcasting world. Here I am, I'm saying, hey guys, I'm on my way to New Zealand. If you're in New Zealand and there's an opportunity for us to meet, I'd love to meet you, and then all of a sudden, I have what I will consider to be a lifelong friend in New Zealand, Dan Faulkner, and then i have you know this this experience of this and then we're going to have these uh this new question system gener- question, question generating software uh for family from the heart which is going to be incredible and if if by the way this question generating software if it sounds appealing to you it's like man i would love to have access to that for my podcast or whatever the case may be um, I told Dan that I would add, I would tell you guys to leave a comment over at podcastanswerman.com slash 474. Again, that's podcastanswerman.com slash 474. If you leave a comment there, Dan will probably be looking and responding to you and maybe add your name and to a list if he ever decides to make this publicly available. But uh, anyway, wanted to share that with you. And also, with the other takeaway. The other takeaway here is how do you get... How do you get um, to become close personal friends with somebody who consistently is bombarded with hundreds, if not thousands of requests of people who want to be your friend and want to be in, in, you know, an inner circle or whatever the case. And, And I can't say that, you know, how there's a formula for this, but I can tell you that I was just blown away by the generosity. Dan did not want anything in return from me. He was simply out of the kindness of his heart, looking forward to the opportunity of just spending some time with me and he saw an opportunity to take a day off of work and drive me around and and kind of just make my dreams come true and that's the sacrifice that he made ju- and, and without expecting anything in return that that's that's what makes an impact. That's what makes a difference. And if I look at a lot of the friends that I have, it's been the same kind of things that I've done for them just it's that sacrifice of how can I help you and what can I offer you and 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 stuff like that and and the people who are in my life it's the same thing it's it's that self sacrificing I don't want to take up your time I know you're probably too busy for me but if if there's something I can do here's an offer and and quite seriously I'm not looking for anything in return and I can tell you the biggest turnoff is the ones who pretend to have that as the initial opening to a, a relationship. But then it's very clear on, okay, and here's the list of things that now you can do for me if you want to. <laughs> and and I know that Dan's not that kind of guy. And so that's that's one of the even things that even further solidifies our friendship. So I publicly want to say thank you to Dan Faulkner, uh, and I just wanted to share that story with you. I hope that in some ways it has been inspirational, entertaining, uh, and even somewhat instruction, maybe instructive and educational inspirational and all that other stuff. But um, I'm still working, by the way, just a little update on my email newsletter. I have finished all the automation in ConvertKit, still loving it. In fact, I'm absolutely in love with it. Uh, just my schedule has been a little bit crazy, but uh, I will probably have that network, I will have the newsletter up more than likely before episode 475 comes around. And if you, if you don't know what I'm talking about with my podcast newsletter, then go back to last week's episode, episode 473, and have a listen to it. It's, it's 30 reasons why you absolutely will desire and want to be on my mailing list. Uh, Go back and check that out. But anyway, for those of you who have signed up, thank you. Just know that uh, I'm still working on it. And within the next seven days, you will be getting an an offer, an opportunity for you to click a link that says, yes, send me your podcast newsletter every single week. Or no, I'm not interested in the weekly newsletter, but please keep me on your list. Or uh, you'll have the option, of course, at the bottom of the email to say, "Uh, take me off this list altogether. Um, so that's that'll be up to you. But uh, just look for that email before next Friday, which is November, I don't know, 11th or something like that. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. I'll be back again next week by Friday at 5 a.m. with a new episode. And until then, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Podcast and some